five, four, three, two, one. Hello, world, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday, March 8th. 2021 for episode number 467. I'm really glad you stopped over. Let's put one in for the archives so we know what the temperature is for future generations. 16 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 16. Highs are going to be about 39 degrees Fahrenheit right here in central New York, right in the lake shores of Lake Ontario. Winds are out of the northwest, two miles per hour listening to a little sound trap I made years ago. All right, when we come back, we'll dive into all kinds of stuff and things. Stick around. All right, let's dive right into our quote. Speaking of quote, I should have cleared my throat before we came right onto the air. All of a sudden, I got ready to speak and I had like a big, I couldn't talk. All right. This is from Robert Louis Stevenson. Judge each day not by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Judge each day not by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Ooh. Sounds like our gong is uh, rusty. We might need a new gong. I used to, um, at the beginning of anchor when it first came out like version one or version two i used to play a lot of music and you're allowed to do that and you can still do that through spotify now the anchor is bought by spotify but i just the show it has changed throughout the years and um but i used to play a lot of music and one of them was uh Oh, gosh, I can't remember. It's an old school 60s song, but it's about garden. I can't remember right now. It's escaping me. But the, I would there would be a lot of phone calls back and forth at Anchor at the beginning with other podcasters, and you could text back and forth and leave messages. You can still leave messages, which I always tell you at the show, but that was real popular back then. But one of the things that I would always do is I would check on people and I'd be like, how's your garden today? I just wanted to come on over, pull some weeds, check on your garden, see how things are growing. And uh, I kind of like that analogy of like how our gardens sometimes can be overgrown and we don't know where to begin. Our gardens like our life. You know, is, and it can become overgrown with weeds and things just don't seem to be growing the way you want. Sometimes all you need is a little bit of help. Somebody come in to help pull those weeds, get you started, get the sunlight into the plants that need to grow instead of the weeds that are overtaking your garden. So, yeah, I don't know how I got on that. But uh, I'm looking forward to getting my another pack of Oklahoma Smokes. If you follow the show Friday, I talked about Oklahoma Smokes, which are a natural hemp-free, or natural hemp smoke, tobacco-free, nicotine-free. It's all hemp. 
but uh, I'm looking forward. They're just a, a small company, but a great company to deal with so far. I posted a video on TikTok and tagged them at It's Oklahoma Smokes, or no, I think it's just It's at Oklahoma's on their TikTok. And um, if you do that, they would send you a free pack of their smokes. And they did, and mine are coming today, and I really look forward to that. So thank you, Oklahoma Smokes, for doing that. That was very kind of you. And um, they're working. So I've been been enjoying that. You can find them if you didn't follow the show Friday, but I'll give you the link one more time. It's oklahomas.com. It's oklahomas.com. And like I said, they're hemp cigarettes. You're not going to get addicted to them. You're not going to get high off from them or anything like that. So don't be thinking that you're that you're going to be uh, smoking the cig of weed, which is totally fine. Smoke weed every day. You know, I have no problem with that. <laughs> no judging here. Here in New York, I would. I hope they uh, pass the law to where they finally legalize it and get on board like all the other states around us can drive to Massachusetts and get it there. I would just be too nervous because it's still illegal in New York. And so to drive to Massachusetts and get some at a dispensary, which would be totally legal, but to cross state lines with it, now I'm a drug trafficker. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I've kept my nose clean for all the, well, pretty clean. I have had a couple run-ins, but... Those are those are different podcasts. <laughs> All right, stick around. When we come back. We'll we'll chat some more. Access granted. Always granted to you. So I've been doing a lot of learning about scuba gear. I can't wait to dive. I I knew nothing about scuba equipment. Just that there's a tank with air in it. And you need a BCD, which is a buoyancy control device, which is like the best. But I didn't know anything about brands or anything or pricing. And so I'd just been trying to educate myself um, on scuba gear, different equipment, stuff I'm going to need, stuff I'm not going to need, stuff I'll want in the future. I'm still waiting to hear from Coach my dive instructor about my mask. I need a special mask because I wear bifocals and seeing your gauges is pretty important. I think when you're like 60 feet down, would be nice to know how much air you have left in your tank or how deep you are. <laughs> so, okay, enough about that. Snow is melting. Yes, snow is melting. <laughs> Oh, I'm so happy. Spring is coming. It has snowed on my birthday, though. I was born on a snowstorm. My birthday's coming up March 16th. And, um, but it, so I'm not counting it out completely, but the mayor has lifted the parking ban. So that's another sign of spring. We have a parking ban here in the city of Oswego where from uh, midnight until 6 a.m. you can't park on the roads 
because we get so much snow that the plows need to come through. And if you're parked, our roads are really narrow. Some of our streets are really narrow. And if you have vehicles on either side of the street, a plow can't get by. In the summertime, it's going to be, oh, it used to be the street I live on, there was odd and even parking. So you would park on either side of the street, odd or even days. Or not odd or even days. It was like Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You parked on one side of the street. And the other days of the week, you parked on the other days side of the street. Well, my alderman, who lives down the street from me, a couple years ago, had a petition to sign to have where that would be lifted to where you could park on other any side of the street during the summer. And all my neighbors had signed it. Everybody signed it. And... I signed it, and then as soon as I signed it, I was like, what did I just sign? I hope this doesn't cause a headache. And it has caused kind of a headache because our road that I live on is very narrow. And when you get cars on both sides of the street and you're coming through, it's tight. If you had a truck or anything like that, it, it can get – or if you're if the person that parked on the street didn't park close enough to the curb – it's real tight, so I'm I'm kind of wishing I didn't sign that, but um, I could always start a petition to get that back, but I don't think that would probably go over like a popcorn fart in church, so, okay, what else were we going to talk about? Oh, I, I was talking about scuba diving and learning about that. I'm also trying to get my body in shape for scuba diving because that accident, my accident's coming up actually um, March 17th will be my two-year anniversary from my car accident where I was hit head-on, was trapped in a car for an hour, had to be cut out of it, was in a wheelchair for like eight weeks. But um, I've been doing sit-ups, push-ups, and, um, and just squats without weights or anything like that, just using that and I've been doing that every day and I want to be in good shape for diving and when I first started doing push-ups to do 10 push-ups was such a struggle I was really tight my I broke uh, my clavicle was one of the bones I broke during my accident um, and I just was real tight and 10 push-ups were hard for me to do but now that I've been doing it every day those push-ups are getting easier and easier and the sit-ups are getting better and better and the squats are getting squattier and squattier and getting deeper stretching. I lost a lot, of, some mobility um, from that accident and everything's just kind of tight. I'm kind of also getting older because my birthday is coming up, like I said. Speaking of birthdays, happy birthday to a friend of ours, Mike I'm just going to say Mike S. We'll say that to keep his anonymity. <laughs> a friend of ours out in Atlanta. And happy birthday to you if it happens to be your birthday today. So, all right, stick around. When we come back, we'll dive into some stuff. We'll be right back. That was easy. Yeah, wasn't that easy? We came right back, no problem. All right, let's, uh, before we head on over to the facts site, we'll do things a little different. We'll head to the History Channel's 
website first. We'll see what happened on this day history, March 8th. It's National Women's International Women's Day today. I do know that. I saw that on the news this morning. All right, I'm scrolling because uh, I'm getting all kinds of ads, adversements. Oh, here's one, a sad one. 21st century in 2014, Malaysian airline van- flight vanishes with more than 200 people aboard. On March 8, 2014, Malaysian Airlines Flight 370 carrying 227 passengers and 12 crew members loses contact with air traffic control less than an hour after taking off. I remember 2014. Here's one in Africa, 1957, Egypt opens the Suez Canal. Suez Canal. Any of these you can open up and learn more about. Here's one in sports, 1971. Ali battles Frazier in fight of the century for heavyweight championship. Fight of the century at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Muhammad Ali. Growing up, I can just remember him and Howard Cosell going back and forth. It was the greatest. <laughs> 1983, U.S. Presidents Reagan refers to the USSR as evil empire again. I grew up remembering it as the USSR instead of the Soviet Union. 1993, art literature and film history. Well, (laughs) I don't know how much art. I guess it's art because it's hand-drawn. 1993, Beavis and Butthead premiere on MTV. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to do one of them. I don't know which one that was, but my uncles, oh, I love my uncles, but uh, one of my uncles, they love Beavis and Bob. Well, used to, I can remember. 1669, natural disasters and environment. Mount Etna begins rumbling. On March 8th, uh, 1669, Mount Etna on the island of Sicily, modern-day Italy, begins rumbling. Okay. 1950, Invention and Science, the VW Bus, the iconic counterculture movement, goes into production. I always wanted a VW Bus. I would still take a VW bus. I would love a 1970. Would be awesome. Any car from 19, any vehicle, 1970, just because that's the year I was born. But a VW bus and hippie it all out would be awesome. Just having it smell of patchouli anytime you open the doors, just reeking of a Grateful Dead show would be fun. I would love that. Speaking of uncles, one of my uncles out in Buffalo. Um, his good friend who sadly passed away was, oh man, what a great guy. He had a VW bus and I can remember that thing was just so cool. And that man knew the stars. He knew the universe and he was, he was a good guy. Okay. Uh, American revolution, 1782, Pennsylvania, um, militiamen murder Patriot allies. Whoa. There's a lot more to learn on that, too, I'm sure, once you open up the history channels. I just gave you the the fat. 
we just skimmed. Skimmed. When we come back, we'll be learning some more stuff. Stick around. Thanks for coming back. All right, we are at the facts site. We're going to learn a couple facts about the Oreos. Not the birds, the cookies. They're the most loved cookie in not just America, but the entire world. The whole world, Craig. Top flight security, the world, Craig. Okay, sorry. We're not tangent. Movie. I had a movie moment. I do that. <laughs> Must be tough for my wife to live with me. All right. We all know about Oreos. They're cookies that everybody loves. But did you know Oreos have been around for over 100 years? They first went on sale on March 6th. Just the other day, on 1912, the cookie was marketed by Nabisco and has become one of America's best-selling brand of cookies. Although it is owned by Kraft Foods now, it is still, it still is the same cookie sandwich that was made in 1912. To celebrate 100 years of Oreo cookies, the birthday cake flavor was released in 2012 worldwide. I didn't try that. The 100th anniversary Oreo had a special birthday cake flavoring cream filling with sprinkles. And, bleh, and one of the Oreo cookies was printed Oreo 100. Sorry for the bleh. I couldn't spit it out. There have been over 50 different flavors of Oreos. 50. 50. Are you kidding me? The developing great taste of Oreo cookie doesn't stop. For many years, different flavors have been released from across the world. These include inspiring inspirations from your favorite desserts like key lime pie. I love key lime pie, which was released in 2015. Cinnamon bun flavor was released in January 2016. Mississippi mud pie and waffles and syrup were both limited editions in May of 2017. Waffles and syrup? Some other creative Oreo flavors include cotton candy, peppermint bark, chocolate hazelnut, jelly donut, chocolate strawberry, and toasted coconut. Wow. Oreos come in over 10 different shapes and sizes. 10? Everyone is familiar with the famous biscuit and cream center filling, but did you know it's been adapted over the years into many shapes and sizes? The first adaptation of the Oreo was in 1974 when the double-stuffed Oreo was introduced. It supposedly had double the amount of filling, and it was available in not only original, but peanut butter, cool mint, chocolate cream, and golden. In 1976, the football-shaped Oreo cookie was released. This was the same loved cookie, but just reshaped to look like a football. 1987 was the year of the Big Surf cookie. They were sold individually as they were multiple size, multiple size bigger than the original Oreo cookie. The mini, mini Oreo was introduced to the market in 1991 as bite-sized versions of the original cookie. Hmm. A stack of Oreos could reach the moon. There have been, there have been, bleh. I'm sorry for that again. <laughs> I just did it again. 
there have been enough Oreos produced since the release in 1912 that they would reach the moon if you were to stack them, with an estimated 40 billion cookies sold each year. It means that if you were to stack them on top of each other, you would be able to cumulatively circumnavigate how did I get that? Circumnavigate the earth five times. Holy cow, Patrick. Oh, man. You know what it is? It's because when all of a sudden I'm reading and I feel like I want to get all the information in, I start getting nervous. Oreos are different cookies in China. In 1996, Oreos were taken to a market to the Chinese and they didn't have the same love as Americans. They were so unpopular they almost decided to remove them from the shelves. Instead, Kraft decided to ask Chinese consumers what they didn't like about them so they could adapt them to the market. After receiving feedback, they rebranded, tested new ingredients, and invented the new Oreo to appeal to China. The Oreo in China is more like a wafer with four layers of crispy cookie filling with vanilla or chocolate cream. In 2006, the Oreo wafer became the best-selling biscuit in China. As a result, China, or as a result, Kraft expanded the production of the adapted cookie into other parts of Asia, Australia, and even into Canada. My friends in Canada, stick around. When we come back. We got some more facts about the Oreo. We'll be right back. Thank you for coming back. I do each of my segments in a certain amount of time, and I didn't want to go over my time limit for fear that uh, I can't upload it to Anchor. I don't want to have to put it into Audacity and download just that one little snippet if I go over. Okay, we were talking about facts about the Oreo cookie, and I hope I wasn't boring you because I've got some more about it. You know those double stuff we were talking about earlier? It says this double stuff is a lie. After an experiment conducted by a high school math class in upstate New York, shout out to upstate New York, they discovered that double stuffed doesn't mean twice as much filling. The experiment concluded that the cream filling is only 1.86 times bigger, making their claim untrue. Following this discovery and the attention it grabbed, the spokesperson for Oreo insisted that they had twice as much. Well, how can they insist that if that's not true? Oreo also as a cereal that is a is a cereal that keeps coming back. Have you ever seen those Oreo O's, where they were once a cereal version of the famous cookie? Oreo O's were first launched in 1997. I remember them. The cereal was a collaboration between Kraft Foods and Post Cereals. Kraft owned the rights to the branding, and Post Cereals owned the rights to the recipe. Unfortunately, in 2007, the companies ceased work together, and therefore Oreo O's were no longer produced, as neither company had the full right to continue production. Due to a loophole, production was still allowed in South Korea, and from there you could purchase internationally online. Oreo O's made a comeback on June 23, 2017 in the U.S., and since 2020, Oreo O's even appeared in selected stores in the UK. Hmm. Although the Oreo O's have had their ups and down journeys to success, 
They are still popular in select areas around the globe, so keep your eyes peeled. I haven't seen a box of them in a while. There's a tool to help you dunk your Oreo. Yeah. Have you heard of the Dipper? D-I-P-R? Well, yeah, if you haven't, then you're truly missing out. <laughs> it's a little uh, thing that started with Kickstart in 2011. A company came up with the concept after being fed up with losing their cookies in the milk. <laughs> uh, it's just a little tool that holds your cookie. Oreos are the world's best-selling cookie. Well, we already said earlier how they're the most favorite and everything like that, and how many have made. Since its launch in 1912, Oreos has sold over 450 billion cookies, making them the best-selling co cookie globally. Wow. You can get savory-flavored Oreos. It might sound weird. This might be, you know, the sweet taste, but in some countries, they're a hit. In August 2018, China released two savory-flavored Oreo fillings, hot chicken wing and wasabi. Ooh, wow. After releasing these two sensational flavors, a campaign was run in the U.S. with the hashtag MyOreoCreation, which allowed the public to submit ideas for new flavor fillings. Speaking of that, I, I called Life Cereal the other day. Yeah, I'm that type of guy that does that. I called a cereal company because I got the new Chocolate Life, and it's really good, but they make Vanilla Life. And on the box, it said they made Strawberry Life as well. So I thought to myself, they should make a limited edition Neapolitan. So you take the Strawberry Life, Chocolate Life, and Vanilla Life, put them together, you've got a Neapolitan. I called the guy and he was like, you know, that's a great idea. We'll put it into our marketing. But unfortunately, in November of, I think he said 2020, Strawberry, Strawberry Life was discontinued. And I was like, oh, I thought that was a good idea. All right. I think that's good enough about facts of cookies and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> there was a couple more, but uh, I think we're, I think we're, um, Access yeah, we're done with that. <laughs> Probably some of you are like, I didn't want to hear it anymore. So ground would come back. We'll close off the show. Yeah. That went by pretty quick. Thank you. I do appreciate it so much. I was telling you the other day how I uh, went to my dad's and visited him, and it was so nice to see him. And I recorded a conversation with him that I'm really thinking that I'm going to put into a podcast and release so I can archive that. And uh, it it was just fun. It was It's only like 17 minutes, I think, or 12 minutes. 12 to 17 minutes of us I could have talked to him or recorded way longer but I got we got the gist and it was fun and I'm gonna do the same thing with my mother when she comes to visit she just doesn't know it yet so if you're listening mom get ready because I want to have a conversation with you too and have that out so thank you and please 
reach out to me. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of the show. Leave me a voice message, anything. I would love to. You can also check out my website, WLOAP.com. From there, I just kind of use it to let you know when a new episode's out or if anything real interesting is going on in my life. You can also see the link to the commercial that I'm in that's running nationally for Carpe and I perspire underarm lotion. I love that company. I, it's just a great company to, to deal with. Um, it's a product that works as well. And I think that was about it. I wanted to finish off one more time. Judge each day, not by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. Robert Louis Stevenson. That was a good quote. And I'm going to try to live by that today. I'm also going to try to do my best to stay curious and not judgmental, just like Walt Whitman said. I hope you do the same. Thanks, my friend. Tell everyone that you know and love about We Live on a Planet. That's one of the best ways that it gets more feet, more wheels, where people hear it is word of mouth. All right, my friends. Until next time, be kind to one another. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.